the SND Podcast channel, the perfect channel for any style of podcast. We have all different pop culture style podcasts for all of your listening needs. If you would like to start a podcast, you can reach us at sndpodcast at gmail.com. We are always looking for new podcasts to add to our channel, and the topic could be anything you want. So contact us now. Episode 322 of the SD Podcast Show. Steven and Danny are here. What's going, What's going on? on? Not much. Sorry for my Jeff Fuel uh, computer right now, my laptop. <laughs> no, anyway, right. what's going on? We weren't supposed to record this week, but obviously with the news. Right. Big, uh, big Mets information that's coming out. A lot of. It's weird. I was watching a little bit of the post game today, and they said, as negative as it is, there's a lot more positive. Right. Um, Previous years. I mean, I started thinking about it a little bit. In my view, it kind of helps because at the end of the day, both of them are not at the age. Oh, those who are just joining us, the news of Scherzer pulling a muscle is oblique. Uh, They're saying six to eight weeks, but we all know those are those tricky Six to eight right. weeks could turn into ten to twelve weeks, and before you even notice. Um, he's also the type of guy we've watched for years now. We've we've been able to watch him for years, considering he was in Washington. Where six to eight weeks sounds about right with him. Yeah, but he's nope. he's gonna be the guy that's gonna push it, push it to like the six week max, and then rev up. So. Right, that's what that's we what I'm thinking. And sure. then even if it's still not okay, he's gonna pitch when he comes back. That's right. what I'm thinking also. Thankfully he didn't overdo it last night, like um Showalter said last night in the press conference. But obviously with the injury to uh the uh, Jacob deGrom and then uh McGill got hurt this week, so, so apparently said, it was so the positive of him. The positive with him, McGill, is that he's going to start throwing tomorrow, right? In Florida, right. So, so he's going. So instead of Denver, he's going to Florida. Now for the weekend, you got you got Patterson coming up, which was expected. Peterson, Peterson. Yeah, Peterson. Sorry. So you got yeah. him coming up. I saw you said that they signed someone today, but you're thinking it, it's at least a month for him before you even. Yeah, you Trevor don't know where Cahill, he is. Yeah. Yeah, you don't know where he is, so you got at least a month before because he's got to first come in, first do a physical, right, first, and then start pitching, start throwing. And the thing with him is he's just gonna be a body basically. He hasn't done anything in like a couple of years. He's been a journeyman since he started his career in '09. So obviously, if anybody's expecting him to do anything worthwhile, then you have issues. <laughs> right. But Right now, it's a body that we have. Um, I was looking at the Syracuse Mets uh, roster, and honestly, the I only guy the, uh, wor- what I have the uh... the only guy that's on the forty man roster that's worth coming up, and he's actually started. He actually started two starts in the minors. Was uh, Adonis Medea, who's been on the team already this year. Right. Who, well, they're so- saying um, uh, Spisnik. It's okay. probably going to come up. It'll probably be one of the names. 
that they would come right. up. Um, you know, the key is can so it looks like Monday is going to be the next start. Ideally, right. in a perf in the perfect world that we know we're not in, of course, you know, Trevor right. Williams is pitching Monday. It's going to start Monday. Right. You're basically going to have what you had game one the other day out of him. Honestly, I I don't mind the bullpen workload if we do it right. And that's the scary thing because our bullpen's already uh, low as is. So it's going to be really interesting to see how um, Buck and the rest of the coaching staff handles the next couple months. And it's going to be interesting. Obviously, it's still early in the season, so there's not going to be a lot of trades. So it's going to be really interesting to see how the Mets juggle any potential rumors of making a move for a quality starter here and there. And then maybe you see Dom Smith or J.D. Davis or someone of that caliber to get traded. Well, you saw obviously, what Dom when... Smith said, right? Yeah, honestly, it is what it is, man. I don't, I don't blame him, but at the same time, it's it was self conflicted because Doc, we didn't we didn't think Pete was going to be this kind of guy, and unfortunately, Pete is. So he he had a couple of good hits during the series, but so He's far not he an everyday. He wants to be an everyday guy. I get it. Yeah, I get it, but he could be. I'm on Baseball Reference, and I didn't and I couldn't figure out why. Bassett was still coming up under the uh, Brooklyn A's. Oh, I realized okay. that was last year. <laughs> that was last year. Um, so I think maybe who's their guy? Who's the guy that's still there? Montanus, Frankie, Frankie yeah. Montanus. Because if you're gonna look at a guy, right? If you're gonna look to make a move for a guy, that's yeah. the that that should be the first call. Right. In my opinion, because you know they're in a fire sale, you know they're not they're not getting attendance anyway, so it's not like they need him there to make get attendance. Right, and they just Listen, gotta figure it out, honestly. But like, also, you bring in that a type of guy like that, you know, he's ready to go right away. So you bring him straight to the major leagues. Plus, also, you bring him in. Um, and Vassett today was he struggled. Again, a second yeah, year in a row. Yeah, he wasn't his locked-in self, it seemed like. I, I was unfortunately didn't get to listen to much of the game. But just looking at the score alerts that I would get when scoring, and he gave he up gave another home run. He gave close to almost seven full today. Um, I don't remember what the exact line was on him. But it was like his exact line was six and a third, nine hits, four runs, three right. strikeouts. Uh, we just need the rest of the starting staff to – to pick up their load. Um, honestly, with Cookie, obviously Bassett, we have uh, Walker, who Walker. was an All Star last year. So hopefully, and has been pitching the past couple of games. Have been pitching better. Pass definitely it. has a little rough this week, but honestly, we we're gonna need them to stay healthy, and we're gonna rely on them because the Mets just have to stay afloat pitching wise until. Can you picture we we basically get hopefully knocking on wood, DeGrom and Scherzer at the trade deadline, basically. Right. So that would be ideal, but we, we there's so it's so far away that we're going to have to figure out creative ways to 
stay afloat because of the arm situation of losing a guy like Max Scherzer. Because even if he's not having a good start, he still goes seven deep like an old school pitcher that he's always oh, yeah. been. He he fights so, out seven innings. So yeah. So my biggest it, question now is last year's biggest name, pitching wise for the Mets, Young, was Ben Allen. And wow. I know, I know he's coming off Tommy John. Right. So what is he up to? He's still healing, right? Uh, clear cut prospect. Yeah, it looks like he hasn't. He's not even on a team. Okay, so that that's not even a pop pipe. pipe. I, I was thinking, considering it was last year, I I was trying to think of. He went into sur- He had surgery May of twenty twenty one. Okay, so a year. Give or so take just a about week. a year. So figure he's just about getting into throwing. And there's no like news on it either. Right. Like he's in Brooklyn. Oh, okay. Honestly, it's it's gonna be interesting how Buck really Buck in the front office and just the organization stays afloat. I don't know really more to expand on that. Just thankfully it was an oblique, not a shoulder or an uh, elbow or, or and and that happened to be um when he got hurt I was walking I was in the three hundreds and I was talking to some people and we were watching it and we saw the management coming out. Um everyone coming out and we're like, wait a minute, it's a one one pitch. These guys don't come out unless something really wrong. Unless right. they're seeing something or he's calling or if he's calling, mainly it's him calling them. Right. Um, and they said it on the broadcast because I went into the Piazza Club, the uh, whatever the the behind the, the old um, Delta Club, yeah. No, the Delta Club is the downstairs one. Um, I oh, not the Delta Foxwoods. Sorry. Okay, yeah, Foxwoods. Um, and I'm listening oh, to Caesar, them, and they Caesar, said, sorry. and they said right away, they said he 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 said I'm done. Right. Was his exact words that he meant. So it's not like one of those. They saw something and came to get him. Right. It was a, uh, he said something. And, and I know everybody's doom and gloom and everything like that right now. This is not the same old Mets to this point, knocking on wood again. But it seems like if we need to do something, we will hopefully find a way to do it, figure out a way to fix it. Um, can, I would say he knows the, it's not the, an issue. Cahill's the today move, right? That was the today move. Make it. Let's 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 sign a guy that's available that we know we have at least to figure. We have a month to figure out if he's going to be the guy to come in, right? Because figure if he comes in in a month and figure that's right around where we're going to have another update on Max, right? And basically, mindset thinking in my head was. You're not seeing him or Jake probably until after the All Star break at this point, right? If right. if they're going to be smart about it, which they should. Uh, we're just going to need guys. The offense stay just wake up. We haven't even had an offense break out yet. Well, that's, that's the crazy thing is it, it is this week. This this has been the week. Like yeah, even the other day in Game Two of the doubleheader, Frankie struck out. Um, right. Francisco struck out to end the game, and they asked him after the game, like, is it, is it getting to you? And then he ended up batting in the ninth inning. 
to end the end the inning. Right. Before they went to extras today. And that was his first at bat in I think it was nine at bats not getting on base. Nine games, you mean? No, nine at bat. Nine straight oh. at bats on base. Oh, okay. See, he's he's starting to Yeah. Right Listen, now we knew last year was uh it was in his head. You could tell. Right. He right, right. he was the focal point. It was Oh, huge trade, huge deal. I'm, I'm not. I'm gonna put all the pressure on me. New York is a lot right. different. I wouldn't say a lot different, but it's a much. There, you know, there's a difference between New York and Cleveland. Right. I, I'll be honest. As much as I like Lindor, and I was expecting a little bit more out of him for it's, what we're it's getting. Still with too him. early. To, no, no, to I know it's too that. early, but to today's. May 19th of 2022, our second season with him. I was expecting a little bit more, but obviously I'm not giving up on him because we have 10 more years of him. So I I like him as a person, as a player. So hopefully hopefully he, he plays a little bit better, more offensively driven. You know what I mean? Just a little bit more. Obviously, the month of May was terrible. April was good. So hopefully June, he wakes up and carries the team that we pay him to do. So so career-wise numbers, right? And I'm going to take out 2015 because I'm not going to count 2015 because he only played 99 games that year. So that was his first year. Right. So 301 and 16, that was the year they went to the World Series, if I remember. Right. Yeah, 16. Okay. 273, 277, 280, 250. 258 was the 60 game season. Right. So he had a dip. 125 games, batted 230 last year. He's already at 240 this year. Yeah, last year he did get hurt at the at a one sh- he had, long stretch. He had a bunch had of that. week. He had a a bunch of time off, right? Yeah, he had that one stint on the DL that was really prolonged. That was like a month or month or so. Yeah, it was like his hand or wrist, if I remember correctly. Okay, so of course, right away, once you go to arm and a a hitter, you've taken away right opportunity there. So, you know, but he did wake up in September. Unfortunately, it was too late, but he did wake up in September. So, listen, if he ends up getting in the two fifty range, that's that's yeah, we're in first place, and you know. Right. The key, the key to the biggest thing, biggest takeaway that I took from what something Gary said today on the game was Jeff McNeil is like a hit away from tying his hits from last year. Right. That's huge. <laughs> like, and like, when we all we agree that it. for whatever reason, McNeil was just off last year. And not only off, it's just like, we said it, he got home, he got so home run happy. Right. He got a little loopy. He got way too loopy, and thankfully he went back to the basics. And he's he should be an all star this year if if offensive categories dictate anything. So listen again. At the end of the day, I believe you know a lot of credit goes to a guy like Eric Chavez. He wasn't a home run hitter. He right. hit them. Right. He was a good hitter. But right. what did he? But he was a hitter hitter. And one thing yeah. I've noticed with the Mets when I do watch him, right. He choke up a lot. Choke really up? S- yeah. You don't really see that too much anymore in baseball. Players choking up. It's a lot of, all right, tighten the grip, take a swing. You're going oh, yeah. the fence. Yeah. Now it's, you see on this team, it's a lot more. Nimmo does it a lot. 
Yeah, Ooh. you got the Nimmos of the world. You got the Kamas of the world. And you got, obviously, uh, McNeil. And then but Escobar like, hasn't done it much so far. Um, Hopefully that wakes up. He had some solid contact today. And Keith said that. He said, and, yeah, you he's know. had that the whole series. It's just not resulting in anything, unfortunately, for him. Right. And and Keith said, like, you got to take it that way of you're getting those hard hit baseballs. So he's right. seeing the ball. He's not striking out six times, three exactly. times every game. He's making contact. Eric Chavez, most home runs in a year was 34. Right. And I'm sure that was peak Freud error. 2002. Right. Um, Career-wise, 260. Okay. And a 268 hitter. Average. Right. So he's right around average. Never got – he. wow, I didn't realize – he had four years in a row, never got above 14, but he was on the MVP race. Oh. I guess those were the years Oakland were winning the division. Yeah, when pitching ran ran that team. So. Oh, yeah. Well, now they can't even get people to go to the game. So. Well, do you blame them? Do you, did you see, I think it was last week, the like team president made fun of like the San Francisco Giants for not being able to fill their stadium? Like Oakland's team no, president. No, I didn't. That's really stupid. <laughs> was making fun of the the San Francisco Giants, and then it was like it came out where when he posted the tweet, like the picture was like a batting practice picture from the tweet, and it was like two and a half hours before a three o'clock game on a Tuesday. Right. <laughs> and the final and the actual attendance for the game that was on the MLB app. After that game was like 17,000 people, where Oakland's averaging like 5,000 people per game. Yeah, it's a joke. It's, it's a joke. bad. And you could tell they're just, they're just not going to build them the stadium. Something recently came out with them in the stadium. Yeah, it was rumors, but it's been going on forever. That the fact that they're playing at the, Oakland Coliseum still is just mind blowing. <laughs> Epic proportions. I believe so. that there's a. I literally I looked up stadium and the athletic has an article. Why aren't the Oakland A's trying harder to fill the stadium? I'm um, well. <laughs> what do you think? Right. Not that they're not trying harder. They're just the worst team in the so, world. So since this is a Met centric emergency podcast they obviously took another series three out of four against the cardinals a very tough team so we're done with them right we're pretty much done with them we had the home and road series is wainwright hurt by the way um i don't know but he didn't we didn't face him this year i know i know we didn't face him this week or even anything i mean i don't think he is he had three games started and he's owing two so i would assume he's hurt i guess he's banged up Okay. But I, I found it weird that before the game they honored um Albert and Yachty. Well we know Yachty's obviously done with the year, so I'm pretty sure Pulse is also they had him pitching the other day in a blow. Right. Right. Um But my but I would assume that well Wainwright said he had one year left. He said that last year. 
And that was why Yachty said, all right, I'm going to finish my career with you. We're going to go out together. Mm-hmm. And that's why they brought Pujols in. I'm shocked to see Pujols at first base today. Yeah. I didn't realize he played first. I was. <laughs> he, he hit got a... a ball. He hit a ball today that was like old school Albert Pujols where if it was 10 years ago, it would have hit gone. the back of the third deck. Word. At City Field. And I, I I said it, I was like, if this was middle of June, this ball would have been out of the park. But because it was like a cloudy, chilly day, it stayed in the park. Luckily, Pete, Pete's a lot younger, so he was able to get his through the wind. Right. That was a missile. Um, But that would be the only reason why I, I, I was wondering that. So, yeah, we're done with the Cardinals. That was interesting. Um, unless we play them again in October, because we know they're going to be there with twelve tween with twelve teams now. Somehow they're going to sneak away in there. Oh yeah, they'll they'll they're that. I said it the other day at work. They are like the Pittsburgh Steelers of the Major League Baseball. It's like they're like cockroaches. They'll still find a way to make the playoffs. Just like the Steelers, and it's just like, oh, all right, I knew that was coming. Right, so they're basically in. I mean, now we got a nice little trip. Denver's struggling a lot. Colorado, even though we're probably not even going to get to play there, we're probably going to have to go back in August for some random, a random day in June, a random day in July, and a random day in August to make up these games. Yeah, it was Hopefully ninety degrees match- today in, in Denver. Yeah, and it's supposed to snow <laughs> the entire weekend. It's gonna snow. All right. Well, we gotta see what happens. Have fun, seven line guys. Yeah, that's <laughs> pack, rough. Pack accordingly. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Hopefully, they get a couple games in. Hopefully, it's like just flurries and they can play through it, and it's not a full out blizzard. And hopefully, it's one of those um, one of those maybe it's predictable the snow early enough in the day and they can just shovel the place. Yeah, it's going to be weird. It's going (laughs) to be really weird. I mean, it's crazy. It's the end of May. Yeah. And they're predicting that snow. And and I didn't even know Chris Bryant hasn't played. Oh, he hasn't? No, they said uh, Gelb's in his next up report today. And he's expected back this weekend. He only has like 15 games played for them. Got it. So they're excited about getting him back. They're struggling with another pitching problems that we can give a call to. And see, my biggest thing is calling a team like Colorado at this point. If the guy's struggling at this point and he's struggling everywhere, is it worth making a move for to get him to come here? I don't know. We're desperate enough. Are we though? I don't think so. Not yet. We're not. We're not Colorado pitching desperate again. Oakland's the team to call. Right. And but do we Don have the pro- every- do we have the prospects that we want to give up for that type of pitcher? The key. The key is you call them and you say, "All right, he's who we want. Smith is the lead guy. Who else?" You know? Yeah. 
I, I, you got to figure just, somebody in the top 10. I just hope we don't have to use our chip of Ronnie Mauricio chip now. Is what I'm saying. You don't want to overpay with him right now. That's what you're thinking. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you this. I I had their stats up before. Um, stats. I was, you know, as much as we always talk about Alvarez. Right. 80s well got an 807 on base percentage. OPS. Wow. OPS, sorry. OPS. Okay. I was going to say. He's got, he's batting 270, 33 hits, three homers, 10, 10 RBIs, 364 OBS, 807 OPS right now. Who's the kid in um, Syracuse? Venters. Venters. He was struggling for a while. Where is he going to be? But with him, you got to expect Syracuse being a lot colder until like next week. Well, yeah, that's the advantage. Um. Nick Palmer's playing well down there. Because I'm thinking at this point, like, at what point are they going to start looking at where do we have to go up here to play third base? Right. Vientos is 204 right now. Oh, boy. Yeah. He's having his uh, first time in the AAA uh, issues. I believe he was there for, like, a week or so. Yeah. Last year, but nothing. I think they sent him up to Syracuse. To bring Beatty up to uh, Binghamton. Up to Binghamton, yeah. Yeah, last year, uh, 11 games in Syracuse, he batted 278 in 43 plate appearances. Okay. But he was batting 280, and he was batting 280, so he's like a 270 hitter. Mm-hmm. But still, like, at what point do you say, all right, JD, go play third base for a little while and just... Yeah, because no, Escobar. It, the other issue with Escobar right now is his errors. He had one. He had a throwing error. Yeah, he almost cost us two games this series where we should have won both of them. Right today. Today he had the error that cost the save for Diaz. Right. Who the Cardinals are the first team to realize maybe we shouldn't swing at his slider. It's been absolutely destroying <laughs> everybody. Yeah. So. That's going to be key. Is can he get off of that? The this little little struggle he's got going on. So, how are you doing otherwise? I'm doing good. I gotta stop getting John Heyman's stupid tw- tweets to me. Now that he works for the Post. Seventy-five yeah. tweets. In like twenty minutes. <laughs> really? That's funny. <laughs> because he's got he posts like six or seven R. I think he's only online for them. And then they pick. I think he's the only baseball guy at the post. Not true. They have Sherman still. They have a podcast now. Yeah, but which one is like dedicated to each team? No, they're they're the the two columnists. Yeah, so neither of them are dedicated to a team. Right. They just do baseball. And they work on MLB Network. 
So it's just annoying that Sherman is just Lawrence's like, owned John Heyman. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's from Lawrence. Is that why he doesn't go on uh, with Evan Roberts? They don't like each other. Well, that that was a funny story. <laughs> they just ran out of time slots and they shat on him. <laughs> well, that was yeah. That's like, how um, I knew that he was from Lawrence because Evan would bring it up. Well, that was like when they um, what's it called? They had um, they had Buck on yesterday, and everyone was like, "What's the point of bringing the guy on that you bash his team all the time?" Yeah, but like, with Evan, an obligation. Well, with, yeah, with Evan though, it's different. You you know where what Evan's saying is coming from a good spot because you know how how obsessive he is over the Mets, right. Hundred percent. And then uh, Craig tweeted out today. Is he a little of... too crazy to go at him at times? Yes, but that's well, that's what makes good radio, and it is what it is. Craig wrote, Craig tweeted that um, Evan and his wife had a deal that he gets to go to every home game where Scherzer or Degrom pitches. <laughs> right, she's winning the amount of home games he goes to. Oh yeah, <laughs> big time. Big time, big time. You know, you know, it's funny. I was right over there, and I tried to like kind of sneak into those seats a little bit, um, and I didn't even see. I couldn't see. I didn't see any uh, iPads. Fireball hair. <laughs> oh, yeah, the bright red hair. Lined up. Yeah, so it yeah, was cold. I, I think that I, I'll say that it was cold at that game. Was it? It was a little chilly. It was for for a middle of May game. You know, you kind of go and expecting like, all right, we're good to go. I ended up buying yeah. one of those like dry fit hoodies, which was great, all black met. Yeah, I saw that on Fanatics. It's a nice looking hoodie. Yeah, yeah. I saw the other one on Fanatics, which was the blue with the orange sleeves. Yeah, no, I didn't like that yeah. at all. And no. then I saw the black one yesterday and I was like, Oh, this is nice. But it but it was only in like four X and a small. So I was like, Okay, well there goes that idea. <laughs> right. And then I and then the... and I was walking to the store, so I saw it. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna pick it up. It's kinda cold here tonight. Yeah. Can't go wrong. And then, so might as well wrap it up for tonight, Mets-wise. Yeah. No, no reason to talk hockey. We keep it baseball-centric tonight. It's baseball so, it is. Um, the Mets are – listen, if the offense can keep playing well, we're going into a spot where it's going to – where the offense matters more than the pitching anyway. Right. You got to get and decent then, pitching for the next three days. and The next three days, hopefully they get a game in because of the snow reports <laughs> at uh, – Colorado, and then we're we're then we're in San Fran, and that's going to be very interesting. It's going to be a tough test. We took care of them the, when they came here a couple weeks ago, but we got to we got to find ways to win and steal a couple games on the road. We just got to be five hundred on the road for us to be a good playoff team here on. It's a three game series in in San Francisco. Okay, and then we have an off day. Yeah, we're finally getting our first off day. So I guess if we need to make up one of those Colorado games, right? Depending on their schedule, that would be the perfect time because we could just stop there on the way back. Oh, they're playing next Thursday, so never mind. Oh, so... damn! Heard that. Um, yeah, we're going to uh, to Colorado for three to San Francisco for three, and then they're coming home the following weekend 
for another three game series against the Phillies, which I feel like we right. were just we're about basically done. done. We, I, I saw it. <laughs> we have one more series in August. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah, it, it, and we haven't even played the Marlins yet. That's right. We haven't played the Marlins yet. We haven't been to my no. Okay. We haven't played them yet. No. So we have the Phillies, the Nationals come to town for the Memorial Day weekend. Okay. Memorial Day. The, the Phillies are or Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Memorial Day Monday is the National first game against okay. the Nats. Okay. And then Tuesday, Wednesday. Ooh, the Sunday game is a Sunday night baseball game against the Phillies. By the way. Hmm. And I, I'm sure we have either Apple or Peacock coming up soon. That's TV schedule. Does it say it on on the website? Should, it right? should. Uh, nope, it doesn't. Okay. If I we'll it, find out oh, when it everybody we finds look. out. Here we go. I'm listing it now. SNY picks, picks, SNY, SNY, SNY picks. Fox and ESPN have two of the Philly series. Okay. And then SNY finishes the month of May. Huh. I know we're eventually going to go on Peacock. I'm kind of shocked we don't have Sunday Night Baseball against the Dodgers. Yeah, I'm actually shocked about that too. I'm okay with it. Yeah, I'm fine with it too. But it's, we're going there, and then we're in. Uh, we got uh, another t- chance to go to Colorado if we need to make up days. We'll be in Los Angeles, San Diego, and Los Angeles. There you go. There's our Apple so TV. Our getaway game. day will be ruined by a game in Colorado. We don't have a. Well, our getaway day is going to be a Monday, Monday the 13th of June. Okay. Uh, that feels so far away, but it's literally two weeks away. Three our, weeks away. our other Apple TV game is the Friday against the Angels. Okay. Potentially Noah Syndergaard. And then the end of the month we're playing on Peacock. So the end of June. So that's going to be June interesting. June 26th in Miami we play on Peacock. That's going to be like, it's like 11.30 start, right? 12.05. It's a Sunday. Right. It's Not their sa- Sunday package of 12... 12- that's why, if you notice, the Sunday starts are at one forty. Ah, uh, so they can get their game in. Yeah, that's what Gary was saying on a Sunday, because that that game was going to extras, and that was like, oh, the, what, that was the whole big deal of the games being pushed back. That's so dumb. So they have the exclusivity of the f- like first hour of the game. Before we end, I got an interesting one for you. And I was listening to Karin and Roberts talking about this, and it's close to the doubleheader. Okay. Okay, so let, uh, uh, three weeks ago, let's say you bought the ticket to Tuesday, right? Right. The, thinking you're going to one game, 7 o'clock, right? Right. You get out at 5. You could make a 6-whatever start if it needed to be, but let's just say somebody gets out at 6, and they're planning to go, and they're going to be, you know, 7 o'clock's that perfect you know, timing, right? So seven o'clock is that perfect timing. But what they did was because it was a double header, game one was at like three something. Yeah, it was and at game two was at six forty five. Right. It's first pitch. Because it's by league rule forty five minutes after the final pitch of 
right game one doesn't that kind of ruin the whole like hey i bought a ticket to this game and you know yeah it's not ideal but you and have somebody ex- like you it kind of works out for you 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 show up there you're getting a little getting an inning of you would have gotten a at least an inning of game yeah. one yeah and then I, honestly obviously it's not ideal but if I know a double header is into the situation, I'm gonna take it with a grain of salt. I'm not gonna be pissed about it. Cause even like even, even Roberts was like, I'm kind. Of, he was pissed about it because he wasn't gonna get out at six twenty. Right. Well, yeah. Because he, he was gonna miss the first scenario. inning, and you know him, he's not he's not missing an inning. Right. If he's gonna be there, he's not missing an inning. Right. It is honestly, you can get mad at so many other things that it's just. Punching at clouds. It's, it's not. Oh, Florida cut the game. Um, it's not controllable. That's what it comes down to. No, it, it's especially not. if you're Evan Roberts and you're a season ticket holder, get over it. Right, right. but you know Evan's <laughs> not. So. Right, you were going to the game the next night that started at seven. You had plenty of time to get there with Max on the bump, and then again they are going on the road now, so. Darn, now he's got to go a week without going to a game because they're back next Friday. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> All righty. So right now, Trevor Williams, get ready. Stretch that arm out, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> at least long... for Monday. Who's the one they just brought up who was coming off? Who they just started? Oh, I think it was Tommy Hunter. Was that who they just signed recently also? Uh yeah, but he he's not designated to join. He's not on the forty man yet. Okay, I know there was somebody else that they said was going to start pitching games this week. Oh, okay, I didn't I didn't watch the games today. Or so. throwing or throwing harder or revving up his. So it might be him. So oh, I saw boy. him on the Syracuse roster, and he didn't have the forty man designation on it. Somebody said it. Oh, yeah. The the comments tweet today is one positive bit of the Mets pitching news is McGill is tentatively scheduled to begin catch tomorrow. His arm's feeling better. So, good chance to be in his injured rotation meets back to back to thing. Right. So, and Patterson probably. So, we're getting, you're getting Marte back. You're getting Patterson back. Crazy week for him, so so our condolences, of course. Yeah, know, no, the yeah. history that he's gone through this week, and then his grandma passing. Yeah, as talk well. about shitty timing. Um. So. Yeah, on that. So he's coming back off Breeman list. So that's two spots they got to fill, basically. Two two guys that got to be sent. Well, Scherzer to the uh, IL. Right. And then one guy sent down. Right. Um. Alrighty. Anything else? No, nothing much. <laughs> nice uh, off week. Um, it was interesting. Though, the uh, the coma was funny. He said, "Can you to one of the Yankee B right? I think it was Sherman, um, or or Heyman, one of them who tweeted out after Stan got an RBI to lead the league in RBIs. <laughs> he goes, "Can you guys let Pete Alonso have the lead for like an hour and let the tweet settle for you tweet out that something else can say?" Yeah. But then Pete with the bomb was able to uh yes, regain the lead. That should be fun. See if Stanton can stay healthy the rest of the year and 
Not I think he is Barbiali. because he's actually playing the field. You think that's what's going to keep him healthy? I I think I think that's going to keep him loose. Obviously, the mental game you can tell with him mentally. He he doesn't play every night, but he plays just enough for him to be loose. You know, what I mean, he's in the game. Like when he was DHing, you could just tell he was just stiff. That was close. Um. Yeah, well, that's how they get, and and that's the right. same reason why Pete's kind of like, listen, I, I'll I'll DH, you know, but at the end of the day, I need I need to play the field too, like, right, you know. And even I looked at uh the error yesterday that wasn't against him, it was against Escobar, but like, I feel like you you I don't know if you would recall something Keith may have said, been like, oh, he's got to be able to scoop that or something. I right. feel like that's a because he says his goal is gold glove. Like, those are one of those ones, like, hey, a gold glover is going to be able to get that ball. Right. Well, he's work. we know he's working hard. So, listen, he's got another great fielder in Chavez who we watched for years also. Right. You know, who could go stand at third base and throw balls at him and tell exactly. him where to be and how to position himself to make sure he makes the plays. Exactly. So, well, right. with, with that being said, a uh, nice little quick Mets episode. Uh, Vin's busy with class tonight, so that's why he wasn't able to join us. Uh, we'll be back soon with another SMB podcast. <laughs>